Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. We are returning after the completion of the Crisis on Infinite Earths hot mess. Hot mess, which <laughs> let's let's just be honest here for a hot second. When we knew the era was ending, when we knew it was only getting enough episodes to get the show past the crossover, when we knew Emily was leaving, like we knew that the crossover was to well, well it's like it's hard to say it's to blame, but it's like that was the engine that was driving everything forward at that point. And I think that's a very good point. Okay, yeah. so hours <laughs> one through three weren't terrible. It's it actually got worse as we progressed through the story. <laughs> I did it. I remember like feeling <laughs> like hour one and it. two were like pretty good, and then I remember feeling like three was like eh, not so much. Four and five. I actually, there was a point where I just started laughing hysterically. And it wasn't at any point in which it should have been funny, but I was like in tears laughing because it was so bad. Like, I think it was the point where like every superhero was going slow-mo fighting the Dementors. I was like, oh God. (laughs) And I had Nick and Lauren watching with me. Lauren wasn't feeling good last night and she's like watching this and then she finally I swear to god no prompting from me she's like will this ever be over <laughs> I was like, remains to be seen um yeah <laughs> it was bad and you know what the bad part of it was it's the plot it's the plot makes no was sense. there a plot though no there was else. no plot like everyone's like trying to explain this freaking thing to me and I'm like listen like it, it, it's well the people they're like of course there was a plot it was the same thing that was in the comic book and it's like yeah but that's not that's exactly not a real plot of plot <laughs> of like, guys well it's, thought out narrative no, plot structure listen honey comic books are best as comic books right and tv shows are best as tv shows and when you try to make a comic book a tv show well, and that, you know, that's Ooh, the essential problem I have with the crossovers. They're always these comic yes. fuck boys, wet dreams. That's and, why I always hate them. And it's like, like he, here's the essential problem, I think, with the structure oh. of this one. Essentially, you know, Steven came back to do 10 more episodes, but I feel like the, the major underpinning of what's connecting all of these shows this year is crisis. So it's essentially mm-hmm. build everything's building towards this multi-show crossover. And right. my essential problem with it is um, you are building Oliver Queen's final story around characters he has barely inter- any interaction with for 95% of the regular season. Yes. It has nothing to do with the show they've been So the emotional parts that we're getting. So, okay, he dies again, and we'll get into that. So essentially what ends up happening is he becomes this specter dude. He fights the anti-monitor while the other heroes, the other paragons are fighting the Dementor ripoffs from Harry Potter. Um, (laughs) 
And like no one can explain to me how those things die because it seems to be I air it. punching is as 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 it works just as well as like laser eyes. I saw a gif and it was a gif <laughs> tweeted out by the Arrow official account that was kind of like the fight ends here or something like this and it showed the dementors coming at the heroes and there was like some heroes that were flying and some that were running and I literally saw like a hero like that was running in the group like punched the air. Yes, the it was air punching, and then they like, and, disappeared. And then the were disappearing without anybody having done anything, and I was like, "Oh no, yeah, what is going really on?" Bad. I mean, it's like they were trying to give these so paragons something to do. <laughs> so they get to the point. Okay, so Oliver's fighting no. the monitor as weirdo Spectre guy, and it seems like he's kind of losing, and so then. You know, he was telling the Spectre dude was telling oh, Oliver Spectre was telling the Paragons that they'll know the right Oliver moment Spectre. that they need to help him and hold the line. I swear to God, this is exactly what happened. But so Kara was like, I... <laughs> "We need to have a laser-like focus on." You and know, she's like the seriously. Paragon of hope, and then there's the Paragon <laughs> of truth, and so she's like, a la- "I'll have a laser-like focus on hope." Okay, so like what? we all. problem there's no diggle there's no felicity so oliver's death you know i always get a little sad when he dies but um i was like this ultimately the emotional payoff feels hollow because he hangs out with barry one time a year they try to every once a year they once say a year they oliver hang out and barry are the best of friends right. and then the rest of the year he never talks to him nothing. yes and it's just like why do i why am i supposed to i'm not buying it right. i'm not buying and what you're selling me i can't remember the last I time i mean i'm a little bit softer on the sarah part of thing because at least she they has least history have, with yeah, oliver they have and history they really focused a lot on sarah and as in terms of the grieving for oliver um, and her stuff was really good. I think I think probably my favorite part was when she was like, I never imagined you not being part of my life. And she, I, I think what was good with her is she was realizing that Oliver was really the last tether he had, she had to the life before she became a legend. And it's sort of like grieving that loss. But yeah, essentially to me, the death feels hollow because he's experiencing these things with characters that he does have not have. It's like you're showing. It's like you're telling me he has these relationships and not showing them to me. I can't get that excited about Barry and Oliver's friendship when they do one episode a year together versus the twenty-two or twenty-three and eight seasons that he's had with Diggle and Felicity. So. Yeah. The point of this is, it's not... Okay, so everyone's, like, freaking out about him dying. I, I don't really fully understand that, because... I, I, 
we knew this was going to happen. We knew he was going to die again. Um, so to me, the, the, the part of that side of it is crisis set up what we're going to get in the finale. So there's, I think everyone was too upset about the Oliver dying part. And I feel like there's something got, that got missed in the shuffle here. That yeah, they, tell me what was missed. Yeah, so they I set didn't this hear up this in the, the last timeline. hour. So in the okay. last hour, it's like the there. So the so the new universe is like. So we're Earth Prime. So all the CW shows are all on the same planet. Okay, right so Black Lightning and Supergirl. And yep, everyone's on the same okay. planet. And then they had like a little side thing where they were like, "There's still multi. There's still a. They didn't." undo the multiverse they just recreated the multiverse but all the cw shows are together and then anything else is a dc property that is not related to the cw shows is on their own earth and they like went through all these different earths again to be like see we didn't screw up all these other shows it doesn't impact them which is essentially what mark said in an interview i think he gave an interview in entertainment weekly and he was like yeah you know they let me destroy the multiverse because i told them i was going to bring it all back so he's like you know i didn't want to screw up anybody else's television show so he's like they just made the essential destruction of um the multiverse was just to bring all the uh cw shows into one universe so we got that and then at the very end they have to fight the anti-monitor i guess oliver didn't kill the anti-monitor so he comes back and they have to fight him again and they do and they win i'm like okay I swear to God, the plot on this thing, I was like, I am an intelligent human being. I graduated college in three years. I had a, a 3.9 GPA. I don't understand what the fuck they're talking about of these crisis plot. I was like, what the? And I was like checking with my husband. I was like, do you understand any of this? He's like, no, this makes no sense. So bottom line, what is most important is the two setups that they gave at the end. So everyone, Sarah's running around and she's collecting all her little buddies and they're, you know, all the paragons, all the characters are like, oh, hey, you know, we're the, uh, the paragons are the, the only ones that remember the way the earth was before. And then John from Supergirl is like touching their brains and then other characters can learn, you know, can remember th the way it was before too. But basically everyone in the new universe thinks this is how it always has been. So it's a complete, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an easy way of having some characters remember and some characters don't. Okay. Whatever. Now, well, as Sarah is running around, okay, so she goes to um, the bunker because she's looking for Oliver. She I heard about this. Oliver could have survived. And so when she gets to the bunker, Diggle, um, Renee, and Dinah are there, and they're all upset and they're crying because John just came by and told them that Oliver did not survive. Okay. And Diggle, I give it to David Ramsey. I got emo when Diggle was talking because David Ramsey cries, I cry. And he really did a very That's lovely job. <laughs> so Sarah, because they were like, we had Felicity do a, you know, DNA, whatever, search from him on earth and she couldn't find anything. And Sarah was like, well, but he turned into this specter thing. So maybe she just can't, like, track down his form because he's in a different form. And Diggle was like, nope, gone is gone, Sarah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, show. So, because that's exactly. 
exactly the reason why Felicity can't track him down. He's in a different form. And then Kara shows up. Kara and Barry show up. And I got to be honest with you, this is the stupidest Barry Allen has looked in a really long time. So she, they show up in the I mean, bunker. That's, that's saying something. I know. They show up in the bunker. And Barry is like, oh my gosh, it's true. All of our Earths are combined. And I was like, you fucking moron. You and Oliver were always on the same <laughs> Earth. Like, it was like he didn't remember that part. I was like, Central City and Star City. I have oh the flash God. and the green arrow. And you bros have been, wow. it's like, it's all on the same Earth. And he was like, acting like this is, the fir- this is all new. Like, oh, okay. Um, (laughs) And I will give it to Sarah because, you know, Carl prances in and she's like, oh, we did it. We saved everybody. And Sarah gives her this, like, bitch, you thought, look, it was hilarious. And she's like, not everybody. And I was like, Sarah is a mood because she's like, everyone who's happy right now can fuck off because she's upset that Oliver is dead. And basically, Kara, you didn't do anything. All of these other paragons, they didn't do anything. They care bear stared at Oliver while you saved his your asses. Okay. So this is the second part of it where I think that they set this up. Kara says to Sarah, that doesn't make any sense. He gave everyone else a fresh start, so why wouldn't he create one for himself? <laughs> And everyone's just like, let's go and stop the Dino. Oh, look, there's like a massive Bebo that we have to stop. It was just like, what the? No, no one's commenting on that? No. So it's just like those two things where Diggle was like, no, he's just gone. After Sarah's like, maybe he's in a different form and that's why you guys can't find him. And Diggle's like, no, absolutely not. That's not a possibility. And then Carl's like, how come we get a fresh start and Oliver doesn't? Well, here's another thing. Like, Let's take Diggle's word for it. Diggle, who at every turn has been used to show incredulity at things existing, like magic right, or super right, speed or all right. the flying people, like nothing. He's like, wow, I didn't know that existed. So naturally, he's like, oh, yeah, well, no. he's dead. You know? And then everybody That's- else just drops it. Sarah's just like, oh, okay, I guess I'm wrong. He's gone. I'm like, Okay, Okay, people. So yeah, guys, they have set this paradise dimension up. They have set this up for Oliver. And I I don't think he stayed. Here's the other thing. Everyone seemed really upset last night that he died again. We knew he was going to die. I I guess I just wasn't. Or like there was a lot of rage that, you know, he deserves better. You don't kill off your hero. Well, don't like, disagree with that. Uh, well, I was like, well, but <laughs> he does de- deserve listen, better. You guys, arrow's yeah. not over. There's well, yeah. still a full hour of a series finale that we have to get to, and that's 45 minutes. Arrow can do a lot in 45 minutes. So, what are they gonna do if Oliver stays dead? We're just gonna like sit around and twiddle our thumbs for 45 minutes? I mean, come on. They're bringing him back in some capacity. How they're going to bring him back, I don't really care. It's just going to happen. And Dig did mention a couple times, you know, he wasn't there for Oliver both times he died. This is something Diggle's been harping on through the whole crossover, how he wasn't there for Oliver when he died. So I feel like he's going to have some fairly major role in, you know, how. however this Oliver and Felicity and Paradise Dimension and Fresh Start resolves. But I have absolutely no idea how. 
So I think, you know, Felicity leaving to say, I haven't seen him in a very long time going to the Paradise Dimension or wherever he's at, this middle road, um, middle zone. That was, that's, we've always known, we've known since 722, that's where we're going. That's the ending that they wrote for Felicity's character for Emily's exit. Yeah. That and they was, weren't, weren't going to change it because they don't have Emily anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can... Essentially, this 20-year separation was built because Emily was leaving the show. They had to come up for a reason why two characters who are madly in love with each other, are raising a family together, are not with each other. Like, if you're doing another 8 to 10, you're doing another 10 episodes, so, you know, how how does Oliver, how do we explain Felicity not being with Oliver? So, the 20-year separation is, has always been built around Emily's exit. And like we said, we have been we can argue all year the the wisdom of that, the quality of that story, but that that's that's where we're at. And that's and that's, you know, that's upsetting to some because I know there was a lot of people that were really hoping that when the multiverse got remade, that when me and William got to grow up together, that when the mansion was there, you know, all this stuff that that would also be the Oliver was there too at the same time i'm relieved because i was happy with 722 being the ending and so that's it's comforting to me in a way because i like that ending for them and it 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 made sense to me and i i feel like that's it's something i could count on like some people don't like Paradise Dimension. They don't like the 20 years because that's, that's not a satisfying ending. And yeah, totally fine. Mm-hmm. But I'd already made my peace with that ending. Yeah. And it, at least I know he's not dead and she doesn't ever see him again. No, I, I know that that's not a thing. They already because told I us already, how the show's ending. Right. I already know that that's not what happens. And so that's that gives me comfort. And that anything that's, that happens, it. let's just pretend like... Okay, they have Felicity for the fin- they have Emily for the finale. Let's just say, you know, they they do some stuff that you know, Oliver doesn't stay in the paradise dimension or he comes back or, you know, whatever it is, they can get that done in the 45 minutes that they have mm-hmm. Emily, okay? But are Absolutely. they going to backtrack and erase the 20-year separation? I don't think so. I really don't. I think really so. don't. I think that this was this was like this was the this was the the stick. Well, and consider this. They're doing this backdoor pilot uh, next week. Right. With Oliver not having been there. They're right. setting up In the, the happy entire world. spinoff with this episode where he is not there. They are not going to suddenly make it to where he is there. Right. So, like, you know, this so is, essentially what, <laughs> what Mia is experiencing in the future is as a result of her father, you know, creating this new um multiverse and you know they said in the description she gets she has everything her heart could possibly want but when she's looking at the wall it's the memory of you know it's oliver in picture so even in her perfect world they still stuck with oliver is not part of and and that's where she realizes that her perfect life was not actually perfect and it gives her something to fight for. It gives her a reason right. to put on the Right, because I don't think, in the, I don't think in, as, we're, as we're rolling into the backdoor pie, uh, spinoff, I, I don't think she's going to have, she's she doesn't have the memories of her yes. dad. Correct. So when Black Siren, you know, touches her head, it's all the head touching. I don't know how Black Siren got the part. 
I mean, it's so like okay. So Spectre, <laughs> Oliver Spectre was like he was touch Barry's head. Yeah, yeah, he touched Barry's head, and now John can touch people's heads. And I guess now Black Siren can touch people's heads. Whatever. I so, think when you touch the head, it means that then you like can you remember. get you get to remember the way it was before. I don't understand right. how it works. I don't really care. I so, think it's a little goofy, but what do I? Whatever. Know? Like it's just so. I am just. I'm so done with this plot line. Just this fucking bullshit plot line that makes absolutely no god blessed sense. Uh, it's like okay, touch your head. Whatever. Move it along. So. I mean, it's just so yeah, ludicrous. It's, it's so ludicrous. And don't even ask lot, me. Guys. Don't ask me to explain <laughs> the backstory on the anti-monitor and the monitor. I well, don't. Let's just let's just know. Let's all agree to just like move on and it just that. happened. Okay, <laughs> let's just, just go on. That's all and that just, it just happened. So yeah. So I, you know, am I freaking out? No. Basically, what we said is happening. Is yeah, happening. No, it's it's the thing is is last night I wasn't upset. Well, a I wasn't watching. So right, of course I wasn't upset by what I was watching because I wasn't watching that. I was watching something else instead that was also lovely. Um, <laughs> um, no, what I was upset about when I went to bed last night and I felt upset. It wasn't because of what happened in the crossover. I was upset to see the Phantom so upset. And it, I feel I felt bad, you know. Oh, that you, they thought it was gonna get changed somehow. Well, I just I I hate to see people upset, you know. That's just, ah, you know. You wanna like it's like when you, it's like adult child syndrome. Like when your kids get to be adults and you can no longer fix their problems for them. It's it's yeah. like that, and it's like I wanted I wanna be able to fix it i want to be able to make people feel better and there's not really anything i can do no you know? this I'm is like, the I'm stick gonna, this is I'm, it i feel it, bad gonna be feel bad well but my point about you know oliver's death feeling kind of hollow because the people he has th- the really strong relationships with um weren't there that's why i said it. it's not this is not the final emotional beat for oliver no. queen Otherwise, there wouldn't be a finale. That right. Otherwise, it. there's no finale. So, like, Oliver's not ending having dying next to Barry and, and, and Sarah. That's not what's happening. <laughs> He's going to die in his wife's arms just like the notebook. Right. Or whatever. <laughs> like, they're going to die, you know, in each other's arms at 900 years old or whatever. And, like, become pelicans or how, what, you know, it's like. It, that, that's why I was saying this is it's hot it feels hollow because it's not the final beat of his story they're saving yeah. all of that for the finale back yeah. when we, we're going home guys we're going back to Arrow it's going to be Arrow characters it's going to be Felicity and Diggle and Oliver we're going to get the goodbye that we so desperately want we're going to get the ending that Oliver's character in some ways deserves is it going to be perfect no. no, but all of the Nothing ever is. <laughs> all of the frustration about like, hey, none of these characters really give a shit about Oliver. None of these characters, you know, um, you know, Felicity should be there. Diggle should have been there. It's like, yeah, I get it. This is where the crossover, the focus on the this crossover was, you know, the the leads of all the shows. You know right, what I mean? Right. Kara, Barry, uh, then- Sarah. As much as it should have been all about Oliver and what is important to Oliver during this moment, that is a big moment for Oliver. It also was crossover, crossover, yay, yay, right. Sarah and, and Barry and all these other people. And right. It's just like, and focusing on them as well. 
It, that's, but we don't care that's about why any of that. the crossovers fucking that's suck, why they guys. suck. I've been right. saying this for years, right. particularly this one, because <laughs> you're building all of this emotion. This emotional buildup does not. You need, you know, the reason why I felt Oliver's death the most during Diggle's scene is because Diggle is the emotional touchstone to Oliver. Right. That relationship right. I've invested in, that I yes. care about. Seeing Diggle yes. grieve with Oliver. Triggers triggers grief. Was close to all of right. That triggers my grief. It's like, oh yeah, this is a person I know really loved him, and I think they were smart. They really focused on Sarah post Oliver's death, which was very smart because I was like, if we're gonna focus on Barry fucking Allen, (laughs) I'm gonna throw shit. And and no, they didn't. It was yeah. It was like Barry Barry and. And Kara were like, woohoo, the universe is like, I'll fix, we won the day. And, and Sarah's like, fuck you both. You are horrible people. Oliver's <laughs> dead. There is no reason in the world anymore. That was literally Sarah's attitude. She gets better. You know, they have a one on one with her and Barry. And, you know, Barry's c- telling her, you know, I've lost family and he's oh, whacking Like, whacking poetically. I'm like, she literally died and her father died. I know. Like, what it's like to lose family. Shut the fuck up, Barry. (laughs) You fucking suck. I hate your goddamn red ass. Oh, my God. Anyhow. Basically, it was my reaction. Only I just, I typed it and, like, was yelling it as I typed it. You know what? Mad props to Sarah for not kicking his ass. Right I know. Anymore. It was unbelievable. And she sat I'm there and like, listened wow. to it. Like she had never no, lost anybody before. That's I was like, she bad. literally came back from the oh. dead asshole. Do that. <laughs> no. Oh, oh my and God. then there's a moment where Barry. So Barry. So they got all the super. Okay. So this was, this was kind of like your walk down Oliver's memory lane. So Jeez. the anti-monitor. So like all the paragons are stuck in this. Wow. I don't know where there is no time and space. They're just the vanishing point. And I don't know what it is. I don't. I really give a fuck. They went there at the end. Right. So they're stuck there. One of Legends of Right. Tomorrow. And everyone's like losing their minds. We're Barry's losing his shit, which is expected. Um, <laughs> and so then like the anti-monitor shows up or something and they get separated. And so all the paragons like get thrown into the speed force. And so then Spectre Oliver shows up and he's like, hey, they're all in the speed force. You got to go get them. Otherwise, you know, they're going to die from antimatter or whatever. And Barry's like, okay, well, that's going to take forever because, you know, the speed force is kind of big. And where do I find them? And Oliver's like, you have to look into when the times where bonds were formed and like important emotional moments for the characters. Okay. Okay. So Barry's flipping <laughs> through the speed force, which is, this is, it was just weird. So this was the big surprise. The big surprise in the episode was that they got Ezra Miller, who's playing Barry Allen in the Flash movie. Yeah. I saw a tweet about So that. Barry sees Barry and they have a little thing. And it was cute. I'm sure Ezra was really expensive and probably hurt the budget on the Dementors, which is why there was a slight downturn. Was it worth it in the end? I mean, again, yeah. this is why I'm like, it's a comic, but it's for the comic yeah. book fans. Because, like, do I really care that much about guys. Ezra Miller? No, but if it was fun. Upset, it was a fun surprise. Well, that's the crossover period. Like, guys, if you're upset 
if you feel like the the crossover didn't deliver the emotional payoff you were hoping for, right? Just know that the crossover wasn't made for you. Well, and also, our, that's not we don't want the emotional payoff happening in the crossover. We want it happening in Arrow's series finale. Right. That's that's we're going home, guys. That's where we want it to happen, and they'll deliver. I'm not even worried about that. So, very fine. <laughs> so like. I, it was so bizarre. So Batwoman finds, because it was a little bit like, this is your life, Oliver Queen. So like, the Batwoman is at the point where Oliver and uh, Ray were fighting over Felicity. And like, it was when, it was that scene in season three where, you know, Oliver comes to Ray's office. He's just found out that, you know, Ray's just found out he's the arrow and Oliver just found out that he's um, wearing a super suit. And, like, Oliver walks in the office and Ray says, Arrow. And Oliver says, Super Suit. And, like, Batwoman's watching this whole exchange happen. And a, a, the point of the scene was to show that Oliver's relationships start can start very combative. But then they eventually realize what an amazing person he is. And, you know, he develops these really strong bonds. And I think it was also to highlight, look, how, how different Ray's character is now. Yeah. I was a little confused because, like, is this... I was like, this is where they bonded? I was so confused. I was like, Ray and Oliver didn't bond in this moment. So it was weird. And Batwoman was there because she has combative relationships with people. So she needs to, like, learn to let people in or whatever. Whatever. And then Barry finds... <laughs> the uh, like, I'm sorry, you guys. This whole thing was a clusterfuck. Um, then Barry finds Oliver in the last um, crossover. And this is the point where Barry realizes the promise that Oliver made to the monitor Oof. and he's like wait a minute he was like what what did you you made like some kind of devil's bargain and Oliver's like no it wasn't a devil's bargain it was you know it was a sacrifice that I would make um again and I was like god Oliver you're just the biggest freaking oak tree to ever live and then Barry's like but <laughs> but you sacrificed your family you sacrificed your life Oliver and I'm like welcome to our world, Barry fucking Allen. Yeah, he sacrificed. Remember when you were like, I'm not going to leave my family. But like Oliver already And Oliver had. did that? <laughs> oh, my God. So like Barry is just like horrified that Oliver is like basically threw his life away and time with his family to save his sorry ass, which is the appropriate reaction. And Kara's, I might add. Ugh. And then what else Can happened? Can I just ugh a little bit more? I just want to ugh some Then more. the other stuff doesn't happen. Anyways, Barry finds everybody and they get together and then they Care Bear stare and Oliver saves the universe and creates a new one. And Like, you guys, listen. So the really... I, I, I understand why you're upset, but let's not get bent out of shape like, over the fucking... Here, yeah, it's awesome. like, okay, this plot was very specific for Crisis... It gave them an avenue to kill Oliver without really killing him, which is what they want. It gave them an avenue to keep Oliver and Felicity apart, which explains Emily's absence. It works on a structural level for solving the very big problems that they were going to have when they don't have their female lead and their male lead, who is basically the face of the television network, is leaving. Because they don't want to kill, they don't want to kill Stephen off because they want Stephen to come back, I'm sure, for some guest appearances. Will he ever come back? I don't know. Who knows? I just don't believe that they're 
fully the prepared final to word like end has him. Not been said. The more he dies, the less he dies. <laughs> it's the way I look at this. They just keep repeatedly killing him in this well, thing. Well, here's the, here's the problem. Here's the, here's the, here's where I think a lot they lost a lot of people, and I feel like these people kind of forget how the show has been behaving for seven plus years but i think what upset a lot of people was apparently there was an interview or something posted last night oh oh yeah with beth and i think mark was i think that was where, with beth yeah where they were like yeah he did he's gone right. yeah we decided to kill him and i'm like and and people are like oh well that's it i give up now right it's permanent because they thought that that's that's the final word can i just like can i just remind you it's not over yet this is beth schwartz <laughs> She who said no to Felicity being pregnant or having Correct. a baby in season Correct. seven. She yep. flat out denied it. Totally denied it. So did Steven. So yep. Steven's out there tweeting last night. Oh, you know, Whoa, it's all done. It's time to step oh, back. It's time to step whatever. back. It's been a swell time, guys. It's like, oh, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Troll. But it's it's just like one of these guys. Like, You're a guy. No, okay, I saw what everyone was upset about. I read it and I was like, I don't believe a word out of a minute. Yeah. And just no, like, I, I, I read, I read, I saw it was being retweeted a lot and people were really upset. And this, this is like, this was like, oh, this is how you pay off the character the best. And people were like, what the fuck are you even on about? And I'm like, because she's is, lying. This is like getting mad halfway through season five that Elicity is never getting back right. together. When There's still a story to tell yet. you guys, and they want you it's guys thinking episode, that the death is permanent. They yes. want you thinking yes. there's no hope. If All you're the in upset that and anger, right, and angry, if that. you're in that frame of mind, you have literally walked into the trap Beth has set for you. Yep. Hook, line, and sinker. Stroll she's got you. right in and flop down. She's just going <laughs> to reel you in and she's going to make you her dinner. That is what is happening. So. Yep. And then, and how, and no, I don't, I have no idea how this is going to resolve in the series finale. I don't know if Felicity and Oliver spend the rest of their lives in the paradise dimension. I don't know if he comes back again. I, I don't know if John becomes Green Lantern. I don't know. All I know is there's going to be some kind of emotional payoff for a happy ending for Oliver Queen. Yeah. Particularly since Kara was like, I mean, this is the point where you have to look at the show and you can't listen to the interviews. That's why I don't read the interviews. I mean, like I read them and then I discard it because yeah, there's like literally point. nothing that they're going to say in well, there. At, at this point in the game, you read the interviews to know what's not going to happen. At this right. point, you read an interview saying, yeah, he's dead. Be like, okay, well, he's not dead because you just said it and the show's right. not over yet. You right. just said he's dead and the show's not over yet. It's like when Oliver died in 309 right. and they were like, yeah, he's, he's dead. He's totally like, dead. No, he's fucking like, not. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Ain't interested. Like, we've done this dance with them before, you guys. You got to remember that. It's like, it's still the same old PR bullshit that Arrow's yeah. been throwing at you for the last so eight years. Bullshit. Oliver and Felicity are never going to get back together. Maybe the kiss means nothing. Maybe it means everything. Oh, you know, Oliver really likes this Susan girl. We're going to have to explore that relationship and see where it goes. It's all bullshit. They lie. They lie. And then everybody gets worked up and they're like, oh, no, it's the end of the world. And then you they fix who, it. You know who doesn't lie? David Ramsey. David Ramsey David doesn't Ramsey? lie. <laughs> what did David Ramsey say? He about says we're going to be happy. We're going to like the ending. We're going to like it. Yeah. And listen, now he's probably speaking broadly. Right. He's probably speaking like 
Oliver and Felicity end up together, so naturally, Felicity fans will be happy with that. Oh, David, you sweet summer child. No, that's not going to make all the Felicity fans no. happy because there's a lot of people with a lot of different wants and needs. Well, and happy and he means and... very different things to yeah. the whole fandom. It means many different things. But he's coming at it from a Oliver and Felicity are together, Oliver's not dead perspective. Right. You'll be happy. Then, yes, you'll be happy. And right. listen, I'm... I'm I'm along David's line. So, yeah, David's speaking to me and he's telling speaking me I'm going to be happy. Speaking our truth. And he might not be speaking your truth, but he's speaking my truth. Right. He's speaking Jen's truth. And listen, <laughs> if we get to the end of this and the ending sucks. Then we'll say. You know, we're going to get 800 podcasts out of that. So look at that's the upside. <laughs> Callie and I can spend There's five no years downside. bitching about the Arrow series finale. That's not even a challenge. So... <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> we spent four doing it so we can do another. Yeah, there's always an upside, guys. Uh, we will we will savage, savagely rip them to shreds in our podcast if it sucks. But I don't think it's going to happen. I'm really not. I'm not concerned about any of it. Like, not even a little. So, yeah. you know, if, if you're frustrated, if you're like, hey, that didn't have the emotional payoff that I wanted it to, good. It wasn't supposed to. It wasn't to supposed to. You're not a comic book fan. You're, you're first of all, you're not a comic book by... fan. None of the characters you give a shit about were included in the crisis in a meaningful way. Oh, this reminds just, me. Yeah, I was about to say, Lexi told me, Lexi Blackbriar, shout out. Um, she told me, she's like, if you want something to chuckle about. <laughs> I know where this is going, but continue. <laughs> she said, the Laurel fans yep. are really upset today. Oh my God, it was so glorious. <laughs> she was only in it for about 30 seconds, and it wasn't even with Oliver. If like, that. And it was, okay, so this is during the Barry has to find everybody in the Speed Force walk down memory lane. So he's he's looking for Sarah, Okay. So Sarah is on the table in her black canary. A la 302. Yeah, a la 302. <laughs> I think we're coming off the tail end of, like, it's beginning 302. And Sarah, are, so she's dead. And it's Diggle and Laurel standing over her body. And Laurel's like, it should have been me. She's the real hero. It should have been me. Which I was like, I agree. Which again, I love it when the they show. Make, I love it when they make her speak the truth. Right, because they did it. They brought her back and they killed you, Laurel. So I'll fix. Um, I mean the shade, the shade. And then Diggle's like picking up the mask, and he's like, "You should be the black canary. You should carry on her mantle." And I'm like, "This scene never fucking happened." No, it didn't. They had to make up a scene I mean, from the past no. to figure out a way to connect Sarah, to connect Laurel emotionally to the story. Yeah, okay. And, uh, you know, they could have done it with Steven. They, well, uh, they could have put Steven in. That would have made more they sense. They, they, they were looking like, hmm, where's a place where we can <laughs> stick her in so that her contract gets a little check mark next to must be in the crossover? It was bad. It was really right here. Like I, every time oh, they make her character, any version of her character say it's right that they killed me. I am in favor of, I will compliment them and <laughs> say that her wig was very good. It was a good wig. I heard her acting was bad, but that could just be bias. 
Well, you know, it was a weird scene because like I typically really loved the Sarah and Laurel stuff, but it was a weird scene because, you know, it didn't really happen. Oh, or they're expecting me to believe that this happened off screen and they're just showing it now. And I'm like, lazy, don't tell me it happened off screen. If it wasn't on my television screen in season three, it didn't, it didn't happen. happen. Um, so, you know, I, it's been so long. I just don't think Katie could quite get there to the emotional hysteria that she was at in 301 and 302 when Sarah died. And also we knew that Sarah wasn't dead. <laughs> So literally, you know, Barry, you know, zips in and touches her forehead and she pops up and she's like, oh, I got to go. And they zip. It, yeah. So it, that part of it also took away a lot of the emotional resonance. But yeah, Laurel saying that Sarah is the true hero and she should have been the one to die. Gold. Gold star. <laughs> I love when they have Yeah, and it was literally a one minute scene. And then but we heard yet her fans sit there and they build these fantasies out of stuff that doesn't even happen on the show. Renee and Dinah had more that. to do. Oh, God. Mm. God, I love it. It's so beautiful. Anyhow. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess it's, I guess that's just where I'm at, you guys. No, I did not. I, I felt like the plot was messy. It was confusing. I didn't understand 95% of what was going on. There wasn't a, a lot of about book. that Barry thing now that I know about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, there was some good stuff. Like, the, I laughed at the Laurel stuff. I love that Barry was like, dude, you shouldn't have died for me. That's ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, it was. I love yeah, that Sarah was there. like 100% done with Kara's perky little bullshit attitude when Oliver Queen is dead. Sarah was just like, get out of my face or I actually am going to kill you. I was like, that was, that was glorious. Like, more people need to react to Barry and Kara like that. Because Listen, sometimes their, why... their bubblegum pop attitude is just a lot to take. This is why Sarah needs to lead the crossover. Right. Sarah led the crossover. I think they're very wisely connected. If there's any emotional resonance, they channeled it through Sarah. And Katie Lotz did a very good job. I It was wonderful. She had... She was the most upset about Oliver dying. She was just kind of, she was, you know, but on the flip side, then they had to kind of put a happy spin on it. The part, <laughs> the part where I was like, what? I have never slandered Sarah in my life. Right. What the <laughs> fuck is going on right now? So they, I think it was after they killed Bebo. It was either after they killed Bebo or it was after they killed the Dementors. I can't remember which one. They were drinking champagne. Oh, dear. Diggle, Dinah. Renee, Sarah, Ray, I think, was there, Barry, Kara. And I was like, this is literally, like, I would say two or maybe two scenes after they were all crying about Oliver dying. I was like, we're not actually drinking champagne in celebration five minutes after y'all found out Oliver was dead. Is that what we're doing? That is exactly what they were doing. So they got a very angry Adam Driver gif response from me it was like okay well we're back to the whole you know ungrateful twats standard so i would say that was the only time where i was like actually pissed off i was like okay suck it crossover i'm done with you but other than that i can't i wasn't like really angry about anything well it's it's hard to get angry if if you don't think it's a permanent thing 
Right. Like, well, if you only you can really give the crossover the power. Well, okay. If this was Arrow's series finale, well, yeah, yeah. but it's not. <laughs> I'm gonna be and mad. We glad it's not. It's you not. Know? <laughs> Again, like Cal said, this is like getting upset when you're halfway through the season. There, you, it's it's like you know, there's still an hour left of story to tell. I mean, for all we know, they undo the 20 years. You don't know. We have no idea. I don't think they're going to. But yeah, if you want to hope for that. Have at it. You still got another 45 minutes of show where it could happen. I mean, literally, Oliver became God. He Oliver became... He created a multiverse. Yeah. It's like, I think maybe, you know, if they really wanted to sell it, I think he could, like, maybe undo 20 years. <laughs> but I don't think they're going to do it. I think that's going to be the one big-ass stick that everyone's going to have to just accept which sucks but as cal and i have been saying whatever the stick oliver was going to get it was always going to be elicity related and it was always going to be something that's going to make us ridiculously unhappy but it's just varying levels of, of unhappy and we've debated and that a lot would have been better if oliver you know was around to raise his children and then died at the end of the series or would have been better for oliver to miss the 20 years but then he gets to see his adult children and have a relationship with them and then he comes back from wherever he's at i mean we could you can debate this after the show's yeah. off the air we can debate this for 20 years and when they have their 20 year ew reunion we'll talk about it with you know hopefully the interviewer will ask them about it but i think this is just kind of where we're at so. Yeah, and 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 listen, in that interview, you know, they had Beth saying, "Oh yeah, we've been planning this for a long time that Oliver is going to die," and it's like, and see, that's the thing they've been talking about killing him off for a long time. Yes, okay, but yeah, I don't. It's like that's not the last word. They that was just confirmation that they talked about doing this, which just underlines that that we were right in the sense that it was either the twenty years or him dying. Right. Because it was going to end one of those. I mean, I don't think Mark has been shy about that. His intent was always to kill Oliver. Yeah. I just, you know, for me, for that to be the end of Oliver's story, I vehemently disagree with him about that. I vehemently disagree with him about that. Um, So part of the reason why I'm okay with the 20 years is because that's not happening. And that was always my worst case scenario for Oliver to die at the end of the series and to stay dead. Because I don't, and I'm not even talking about it in terms of Felicity and his relationship with her. I'm talking about it in terms of Oliver's arc and where I think Oliver's arc um, should go. I don't think it should end at death because in reality, that was nothing that Oliver was ever scared of. And from my standpoint, when he came back from Leon Yu, he was already dead inside in a lot of ways. So to me, this has been going from death to life, not from life to death. That's, that's, the, that's the arc. So for them to end at death with him physically dead, yeah, his soul is at peace. Of course, he would go to heaven. I'm, it's not, I'm not saying none of that's true. But I, I also don't think it's right for the show to end in a way where he can't also fully enjoy his life. Um, you know, being a hero, having time with Felicity where he hangs up the hood, 
I think that there's a very strong possibility we'll get all of that in some capacity in the series finale. So that's kind of what ha- makes me more comfortable with the 20 years. If like if I have to trade off 20 years to keep Oliver alive and alive at the mm-hmm. end of this, okay, I'll do and, it. And 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 honestly, and that's, that's just where all me. The, the polls and the questions and the discussions about would you rather he lose the 20 years and get to live out his life with his wife, right. or would you rather him raise his kids for 20 years and then die? And it's like I've always been extremely fir- firmly on the lose the 20 years and get to live out his life right because that's at least that's a good 30 years or more and 30 years last time i checked is more than 20 well i mean what did they say in like one of the crossovers (laughs) oliver queen lives until he's 86 years old yeah i mean so he's what he died when he was 34 so that's almost 50 years it's another 50 years of life that he's gonna get to live with his wife. with his wife versus yeah he lost twenty but he's gaining fifty versus so it last just time being I checked over. fifty is more fifty is more than, than thirty than tw- or twenty than twenty right and it's and it's like well and 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 here's where and dying my, at eighty six is better than dying at thirty four here's where my hackles go up or fifty four if he died after I mean it's literally we're literally doing math um, on this <laughs> where we've got to but but here's where my hackles go up. It feels to me like they're saying that Oliver and Felicity getting to be together from 34 to 54 is is more 34 is, yeah 34 is, to is 86 is more significant or is worth more or is better somehow than being together from 54 through 86. Now, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, got it. Now, what that says to me is that old people can't have love. They can't be happy together. They can't, they can't, have, can't sex. have sex. Yep. It's saying, it's saying, and, and listen, I may not be 54, but I am 44. And my husband is turning 50 this year. And listen, guys, I don't like hearing people say that. That makes There's me There's a whole angry. lot of life to live past the, <laughs> the, the, the 40 and over bracket, you know? Like, my, I realize a lot of you life? aren't checking that box on applications, but some of us are, and we're not dead. There's, we're still alive. And so. and so I resent the implication <laughs> that life is over after You can have and... hot sex in your 40s. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and it's just, it's just, I, 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 I don't want people to think that Oliver and Felicity aren't going to be ridiculously happy together in this paradise dimension or wherever. Well, right. And again, we're not saying that Oliver missing out on raising his children, that that doesn't suck. Of course it it does. It super sucks. But again, you got to know the show you're in. You got to know the show you're in. And this was always, this is always who Arrow has been. They are going to give you happiness in company never, of devastating loss yeah they're never going to give you 100 percent no. happy without any sadness to go with it it's just not it's just the not the show i was trying to think what other show i was watching you know it, you know what one of the reasons i got so ticked off at hallmark when we were watching when calls the heart and Ugh. spoiler alert for anyone who's watched that show i'm gonna <laughs> now that I'm gonna show was supposed it. to be happy. i don't know i was i'm gonna spoil <laughs> it they killed off the main love interest they, the male lead they killed him after x number of years of dragging out them them getting married and they finally get married and then two episodes later he's dead but it's all okay because she's having his baby so 
woman fulfilled. And I was like, That's you know what, Hallmark? You have a responsibility to give me happy endings. That's literally what your network is built around. And this is That's some shit. That's what this is. <laughs> So, like, that kind of scenario I get pissed about when they give me unhappiness in literally the Disney world of, you know, television networks. Yeah, where you're not expecting. Right. But with Arrow, I was always expecting something. Just because I was saying I don't think Oliver Queen should die at the end doesn't mean that Mark is going to (laughs) listen. You know, there was always going to be something. So... From that part of it, I think me and Callie might just be, uh, you know, we've we've done our grieving process, <laughs> you know, for the last, how long? We've taken a year to kind of get okay with things. And if you're just like not at that phase, that's totally fine. And I think that's appropriate. You're, I think, I think for people to be like, oh, I don't care about the 20 year thing. You're supposed to feel sad about it. You're supposed to be upset about it. It's supposed to suck. Like, yeah, you're not supposed, you're to, not be supposed to be happy with happy about it. Years. Yeah, you know, writers write sad things because to they be want sad. you to feel sad. <laughs> That's the emotion they're trying to elicit from you. Life, life in and TV shows are both not 100% fluff all the time. Right. All right, let's look at questions. I think it's yeah. It's a lot of a lot of questions. Wow. Mm, it's a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are addressing the clusterfuck. People have some feels. <laughs> um, some feels were had. <laughs> Lisa Ann, can I ask, what the hell was that? <laughs> okay, I know you said in previous podcasts that he is the Jesus in the story. I don't see the connection anymore because I don't see him rising from the dead again at all. Not even 20 years later. I see maybe Felicity dying to be with heaven. Lisa Ann, you're wrong. Yeah, and I've I I, I, <laughs> Sorry, I actually had we already know else. how Felicity Felicity was not dead when she left to go see Oliver at the end and of seven twenty two. Leave to die. the The monitor didn't take her in that portal. Murdered her. Right, stab her in the back the so she could go hang out with Jesus. And listen, the, no. this Jesus thing is a metaphor. Yeah, metaphor. metaphor. Let's not get. Too I mean, they guys. really went. Oh, they went so think, much more literal with it than I ever thought they were no, going to do. I think. I think what people were thinking was that there was going to be a moment at the end of the crossover where you saw Oliver rise up, and that was going oh, no. to complete the metaphor. No, no. Well, yeah. but let's talk no, about. Okay, but talk about Jesus for a second. Jesus rises from the dead and then he ascends to heaven, but he's not dead. It was his body and soul. He's living in a different. He's in a different. Let's just call heaven a different dimension. With the intent that he he's told us that he will return someday. So, well, Oliver, also, you know, Jesus again, I think there's still an hour left to show. So, yeah, the, the another thing, Jesus didn't go up to heaven right away. No, he went. He went. Actually, he descended to hell first. Did a freed some souls up there, and then he hightailed it to heaven. And he also did, he also hung out on earth uh, for a very long time, teaching the disciples before he ascended. So there's, there's plenty of room here for Oliver to continue in his superhero Jesus metaphor. But there is, but I think it's going to be a little It's going to be, now we're getting to the point where it's like, okay, Arrow's just got to put their spin on superhero Jesus. And what does that look like? And is it literally going to be exactly how the Bible went? No. No. 
don't don't be reading your Bibles expecting spoilers. Literally, yeah, it's like it's just an example I'm giving you guys so you can understand in a in a broader perspective what I'm saying here. Um, let's see. Um, oh, we haven't talked about this. So literally, the best part of the crossover was they oh, yeah, brought Sarah, Sarah Digger back. Yeah. Honestly, that was the outcome that I was hoping for the most with regards. Like when we first heard, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll pay off the Sarah Diggle thing. And then we saw that picture of the girl and we're like, who is that? (laughs) And I was like, that better be Sarah fucking Diggle. But then I started thinking, I was like, well, I don't want to lose JJ necessarily because I enjoy JJ. And I'm like, maybe they should just be twins. (laughs) Well, I was a little like they could be or, you know, they just, you know. They're a year or two apart. That happens too. I'm going for twins. Not all of us plan our pregnancies that perfectly. Sometimes there's a little back-to-back action happening. I want <laughs> twins. I said it. I <laughs> know. But here's now, the good thing. Now I we think... have Sarah Diggle introduced into the storyline. So that means Sarah Correct. Diggle in the spinoff show is probably happening. Yes. Thank God. And Praise there was Jesus. a now, picture. Thing, Do you remember that picture I, that we had? It was Connor. Yes, ben, it was Ben, was Joseph, and yeah, oh, what's about. her name? Andrea, with a African American yes, woman. That's the one I was talking about. Is that it? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, maybe that's like, Sarah Diggle, that? and it's like that better be Sarah Diggle, right. and it was. I think it is God. Sarah Diggle. Um, another thing, and she's cute. I've seen some people say that you know maybe JJ isn't bad now, but what if Connor is now bad? Maybe Connor doesn't get adopted by the Diggles. Maybe Connor then, without the Diggles' influence, grows up to be the Deathstroke gang guy. That could and be. And that's the little flash we saw in the little promo. And I'm like, that is entirely possible. I, I think that was something Tasha. I know Tasha and Silver were talking about that. That Mia remembers the way Connor was before yes. and that creates a delicious it's tension like City because she's in love yes. with him and now he's gone yes. all evil and also but jj's good to? so like but who is she engaged to okay well so there's the, okay let's talk about the ring so uh, these promo pictures cat mcnamara is wearing this motherfucking huge ass ring and it looks is like it moira's ring? ring yeah i think it may be so we're like, oh, maybe she's engaged. So everyone was like, I said, if she's engaged to Connor in the perfect world, I would be like flipping out. But if people have brought up that Connor is evil, then it could be JJ. And then the third option is, of course, she's just filthy some rich and wearing dink. some bling on her hand. Well, and also she could be engaged to some dick. Or some rando. Listen, right. I, I would be a little surprised the if they show. pulled the trigger that soon on yeah. Connor or JJ. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be some random. It could just dink. be rando dude, that and we he's don't care gonna about. end up being a bad guy. Or yeah, and that's gonna be, right. He won't remember, and yeah, she'll never meet him or whatever. So there's multiple options happening here. Um, do you think the story or quality of production? This is from Claudine. Suffered because of the amount of the budget spent on all the cameos. I mean, <laughs> likely, probably. <laughs> But honestly, I got to say, guys, I've never been that wowed with any of CW's, no. uh, it's you know, all CGI. And, Walmart yeah, it's Walmart brand. It's low, I mean, it's better than <laughs> Buffy was in season one, but oh God. <laughs> we've come a long way. We've come a long way, but I'm still, yeah. it, it, and it doesn't bother me when it's shitty. No, and, and, and I like to hearken back those who are listening who also watched 
Doctor Who will understand what I'm saying. The early seasons of Doctor Who, not like the way back 50 years ago stuff, but like from Ninth Doctor on, when they were first getting Doctor Who going again, yeah, the effects and the costumes and everything were kind of like goofy and the, people made fun of them a lot. But it was one of those things where it's like the story was so much better and it made up for right the 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 bad the bad effects and whatnot now it seems like with the crossover we had bad story and bad effects Mm -hmm. so it's like eh. but um i think as long as you got good story bad effects are easy to ignore i mean it wasn't a good story so i can see why it was more glaring (laughs) (laughs) you notice the bad shit more when the story is bad let's just say it so here's an interesting question from louise i want to say louise or lewis robertson how annoyed are, were you with the dying is easy line when Oliver had gone through mad character development to fight to live and live for his family? So when as Oliver is dying, he tells Barry and um, uh, Sarah that dying is the easy part. He's He'll be at peace. The The real struggle is for those who have left her left behind and have to continue on. And Fighting to live is hard. That's why it's fighting right i don't view that listen guys oliver has here's the thing that i get a little get my dander up a lot we've seen oliver live his happy ending he married felicity he had children with her does did he still have to deal with bullshit and was it taken all away yes of course but he became a fully realized superhero within the show it's not yeah. like he's dying it's not and still has more work to do. To see, but yeah. yeah. Oliver's a cooked turkey, okay? So all of this learning to fight to live and living for his family, he was already doing that in season six. Yeah. We've got six, seven, and eight, okay? Where we have ample evidence of Oliver knowing what was really important and allowing himself to feel and opening up his heart and being the superhero that Star City needed and being the husband and father that his family needed. That was all happening. I don't I don't take him saying that as meaning that he wanted to die. No, and either. I don't view that as um him giving up. He he obviously he would want to get up and go home to Felicity and Mia. Of course he would. William right. Beck and all right. that stuff. But if he's dying and he knows he's dying, he's saying to his friends who have to continue this fight, being like, listen, it's it's dying is the easy part. I'm going to be okay. Peace, but you guys right. need to keep keep on fighting. Don't don't stop now. It's very and, much. Oh, continue. Well, it's just it's. There is some truth in that. When mm-hmm. somebody dies, it's not hard for the person who's died. It's hard for the people who are left behind. Death is something that Oliver has been fighting for, from, fighting to run from and, and, and avoid since uh, um, this, the pilot, okay? And what was really great about 307, because I'm writing the review now, if you want to know, um, when they brought Yalfei back... 707. Or sorry, 807. When they brought Yalfe back, he did say to Oliver, to Oliver, you know, Oliver's like, I'm just trying to survive just like you always taught me. And he told Oliver, there's a different kind of survival that you need to start looking at here. And he was telling him, it's not just physically 
that people can survive. There's a spiritual aspect to it. So Oliver is surviving in the memory and the love of the people he's had to leave behind. That is a form of survival. That's, that's the theme of legacy. But what he's saying to uh, Sarah and, and, and Barry is, I've been running from this for 12 years, and now I'm here, and it's happening. I'm dying. And like I said, there comes a point, guys, when all of us are going to hit this. No one's getting out of it alive, okay? <laughs> Spoiler alert. And there does come a point where I think you have acceptance of what's going to happen. It's not what you want. Just because you, you're accepting that it's going to happen doesn't mean you want to die. But not everything is in our control. We don't get to decide when we get to die for most of us, you know? So Oliver is simply ex accepting that this is my fate. I'm dying. This is what's happening. And you know what? I'm going to be okay. I'm at peace. I've lived my life. I've loved. I've had children. I've made friends. I made the world a better place. And now I get to be at rest. Okay? So he was just trying to tell Barry and Sarah that he was going to be okay. And the way what Oliver has experienced the other side of it his entire life, where he's been the one who's been left behind after someone died. He knows that struggle. He knows how hard it is to continue going on when you've lost someone that you love deeply. So he's telling them, listen, you're all worried about me, but really, you guys, you've got the struggle coming up. I'm going to be okay. And it was, it was actually, I thought it was a really beautiful... You know, we've killed Oliver in all kinds of different ways on this show. And I, I really thought it was a beautiful way of him saying goodbye. So it didn't upset me. So, and I, I don't view it as Oliver has, you know, stopped fighting to live. No. I also don't think there's still more story to tell with him, too. So, um, okay. Next question. Change the picture. Please. Were you surprised, this is from Jessica, were you surprised that Diggle did not have been Green Lantern or anything like that, though it was hinted in the last crossover? I was surprised they didn't do it in the crossover. Yeah, I'm I mean, a there's, there's too. a chance they could do it in the finale, I suppose, but I honestly was expecting there to be some sort of nod towards it in the crossover, yeah. I see no reason why she can't be in the spinoff, though. Who? Sarah Diggle. Oh, she better be. Yeah. <laughs> oh sorry i was looking at the next part of their question i kind of got off the green lantern thing um i mean i guess i i i know tasha has been talking about a lot like so green lantern apparently could be tv line said you won't see Barry, baby sarah in episode 809 but we have absolutely talked about how if that backdoor pilot goes to series what does adult baby sarah look like including what we're going to refer to her as oh laughs so maybe that picture wasn't her. Maybe that okay. wasn't her. I don't know. And they're on, they're on, she's on the docket for Let's hope. the show. Fingers crossed. Nicole, way of life, four, five, eight, seven. Spectre is immortal. That meant Oliver was immortal. So why is he dead? Uh, all Oliver ever wanted was to save the city for his family, to live safe and happy. While they are safe, they are not happy, especially Felicity. How do you think Felicity feels about losing her hope? Okay, so a bunch of questions here. First, I think you, with the whole immortality thing, uh, that is going to be a question that gets answered in Arrow series finale, which is 
another way it's another way of looking at it that Oliver is not dead he's just somewhere else which is basically what Sarah was telling them like hey he could just be in a form that we can't track um I don't think uh Felicity has lost her hope because she continues to search for him and her story ended essentially in 722 with her going to find Oliver and she kept her promise she told him when they said goodbye that she would find him so I don't think Felicity spent 20 years without hope I think she always believed that her husband is out there and someday she would find him. Which is very beautiful. It's very outlander. Yeah. Um, uh, Kara, according to the new Legends promo, the universe finally has its noblest heroes now that Oliver is dead. It seems incredibly disappointing disrespectful considering Oliver died to save everyone and was only publicly recognized as a hero after he died twi- twice. Oh, I don't I don't see the promo, so I, you know guys, yeah. they gave Oliver his due. All of the heroes paid their respects to him. There was a moment of silence. They had the freaking president being like, "Hey, the world is saved." That was all of, we were ever going to get. Right. The world was saved because <laughs> of Oliver Queen. They have the eternal flame at the you know, wherever they're setting up their Justice League thing. So at the very end, you know, they it's like, I feel like they're in an airplane hangar or something. And so Barry has built, a, it's basically Knights of the Round Table, where all the heroes get a seat at the table and they have their little symbols on the back of the chairs. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't I don't give a shit about Justice League or Well, no, just League let me finish. So no, so then okay, they, you know, Oliver's a suit is there and they've light they lit an eternal flame in the shape of an arrow very much like John Kennedy. Um so that's and then all the characters said goodbye to him in some way and thanked him for his sacrifice and yeah, that's it. That's what we're going to get. <laughs> I think I think We'll get more maybe in the finale. I don't know what you think about that, Cal. I think that what's hard for us as Arrow fans, and we're primarily Arrow fans, and Arrow is what started this whole Arrowverse, is is understanding that the whole idea was for these other shows to go on after Arrow was done. And so they're going to do what they need to do to go on. And so, yes, saying that there's, there's heroes now after this, they're absolutely going to, they're going to do that and they're going to move on and there's going to, they're not going to mention Oliver all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, he's not going to be a focus and that's going to suck. But, you know, that's, I think that's harder for the people who are are planning to go on and and watch these other shows Mm -hmm. and continue with crossovers. God help you. Um, But, I think for the rest of us, we can just put that aside and be like, they're doing their own thing over here and I don't have to look at it anymore because it has nothing to do with me anymore. We're done. We are done. We never have to watch another crossover again. I mean, Barry realizing what Oliver did for him. That's, that's I was not expecting that. Get. So I was pretty happy with that scene. Yeah. Um, Barry was pretty upset at certain points in time but then did they move on fairly quickly in the crisis of the crossover yeah but you know we were we were gonna that's what that's what we're getting you know he is he's the beacon he's the light that set the spark so it it, you know the eternal flame the suit the circle table there's a seat for him at the table that they won't ever fill so 
That's pretty that's, respectful. That is pretty respectful. All things considered. So, and I don't think um, the universe finally having its noblest heroes, that includes Oliver. The show's not yeah, saying that doesn't. He's the reason yeah. why this whole earth exists. So, of course, he's included in that. There's a reason they have the heroes. Right. It's because of Oliver. He's like, <laughs> he's like the alpha hero. Okay, guys? Yeah. He's, um, he's the George Washington of heroes. Uh, Smoke Smile <laughs> wants to know what we thought of the 809 promo. I didn't watch it. I think it, it looks okay. <laughs> I was very glossy. Everyone looked very glossy. Very, uh futuristic if well you know. it's just kind of like there's a, they pumped up the makeup a little bit i mean cat, so here's cats, a question clothes are pretty great and very luxurious are, looking are dinah and laurel their younger selves yes they are and you know so, dinah wasn't in the promo that much it was mostly uh katie cassidy but yes she's young so no clue uh, don't understand <laughs> okay <laughs> All right. It's in 2040, but I just Laurel was curious if I missed something. And Dinah or is young. But, okay. No idea. Don't know how right. that works. Okay. I don't know how they travel to the future. Right. Makes no sense. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I thought Cat looked amazing. You know, Laurel says something along the lines of, you know, this is you finding your purpose, that kind of stuff. It, it seemed very, you know, she's going to be like the mentor kind of relationship which is what was what we thought but i thought cat looked amazing i'm really excited she's in this gorgeous green dress with this big emerald necklace around her she looks amazing um kind of talked about connor oh so infinite canvas i'm interested in what impact crisis will have had on the upcoming spinoff pilot we saw dig and lila at the end with jj and sarah but no connor could it be possible connor never gets adopted and becomes deathstroke i don't know if it's necessarily that connor is not going to get adopted i don't i don't know why sarah would prohibit it's not like yeah. it's not like we're in China and you have a one think, kid rule. I don't rule. think Sarah prohibits. I just wonder if they they didn't. But it could just be paths. changed. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, it's entirely possible that that meeting never happened. Yeah. Um. According to Mark Guggenheim, Clark's Smallville version is getting the hero's ending he deserves. By that logic, Oliver's ending isn't the one. He deserves. Do you find the contrast in how the heroes are talked about, treated by Listen, the writers? We haven't seen all of You haven't seen yet. what Mark is. You have not seen Mark's final say on Oliver Queen. You haven't seen it yet, you guys. It's not the it's not the crisis. It's not the crossover. He wrote a series finale. Mark wrote it, so we haven't heard his last word on Oliver Queen's uh, heroic story. If if. Oliver stays dead, sure, we can be pissed at him then. But I, I think getting pissed at the writers at this point before the story is finished is a little premature. Um, okay, we kind of talked about the disconnect. Um, everyone's just happy the crossover's over. <laughs> Do you God. think that when Steven tweeted about stepping back, oh, this is from Sophie, Sophie underscore smoke, it was a planned words, and it meant Oliver is retiring rather than dying. Yeah, I mean, it's Steve. Entirely possible. There's literally nothing that that man says that I believe. Because I yeah. think the point that they've gotten to, really, with the cast and That's crew good... and the writers, is now they're just lying to try and keep stuff from getting spoiled. I think they were a little bit more honest back in the day. But then, oh, literally, they used all to be of. so much more honest. Right. And literally, everything that they wanted to keep a secret got spoiled. So now they just flat out lie to us. Um. Kara Murphy wondering if we rolled our eyes every time Dinah and Renee were being all teary-eyed about Oliver. 
I mean, I would rather them be teary-eyed about Oliver than not being teary-eyed. Here's the thing. I don't care about Dinah and Renee and Curtis and all that. Like, all the, 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 the angst everyone has left over from 6B where the whole Civil War thing. Like, I know people get still are annoyed about that, but, like, I don't know. I've put I've it let aside. It go. I've moved past like, it. It's, it's done. Yeah, I think I raged about them a lot in Season 7. In terms of Season 8, it's just been more like, well, I'm glad you finally got on Team Oliver, you guys. It's about yeah. time. Well, yeah, better late better than late never. Better late right? than never, exactly. <laughs> it, just, it doesn't really upset me anymore. I agree no. with Cal on that. I'm just kind of like, eh, you know. And they are such minor, non-existent characters for 95% of the show, particularly in the crossover. It literally, it felt like those two are there because they don't have Emily. They're just trying to fill it up with Arrow characters. Um. Lots of talk about the disconnect. Fans feeling a dis- an emotional disconnect from the show. Yeah, I, that's how I felt too, you guys. I think, I think that's fine. Particularly if you're only watching Arrow and only care about Arrow. Yeah. We weren't hitting the emotional resonance because, like I said, the characters that we love were not really included in a way that makes sense. I think I've been disconnected ever since 722. Except the difference being I haven't been watching mm. and being disconnected. Yeah, yeah so I, I, I think, yeah, I think you reached your switch off point the minute you found out that Emily wasn't going to come back for the next 10. I was prepared. Yeah, as soon as I found out she wasn't coming back, I was preparing. And then 722 was the end. Like, that was it. I was like, okay, well, and then I'm, and I'm happy with how this ended. Okay, so I can be done, you know. That was the closure I needed. I think I, obviously, I was at a different space and spot than Cal was going into eight. I always viewed the crossover as something we just had to get through. Yeah, it kind of reminded like okay, it's that. like okay. When I was little, I had I was in the I was in the hospital a lot, and I always had these doctor's appointments, and so it's my mom would be like, okay, you just have to get through this test, and I'll get you a chocolate donut, and that really worked for me. So when I would get shots and when I had X-rays <laughs> and they're putting me through painful procedures, I was like, I'm just gonna get my chocolate donut, and it it was just I had to get through these tests to get to the good stuff. Right. So. I, my entire attitude basically for this entire <laughs> season is we just got to get through these nine episodes to get to the good stuff, which is Emily being back and closing out Oliver's story. Yeah. So I, I, my, my reaction after the crossover, I wish I enjoyed it more because I know that they, they worked really hard on it. I wish I enjoyed it more, but I was they never going to get that excited about a, this major yeah. comic book story. It's just not where I get excited about those things. So I'm just very glad it's over and we got through it and now we can get on to the good stuff. Hopefully. Yeah. Don't give the crossover any more importance than it needs to have. If, if, if you didn't like it, just, just, eh, shift it aside and move forward. I've seen lots of people like this tweet. Um, Stacey Owen. So the interviews after the crossover are pretty much painting Oliver as just dead, dead. No fake out, no take backs. We also saw a new universe created where things are different. Do you think it's possible they took away the reunion no. through the portal from last season? No. 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 I think that's the one nope. firm thing that 
fact is why because why would they take that well away? here's the thing guys when they thought that was it for emily, right yes why would they take that i away? feel like in Come the on. process of all of this we've forgotten that emily coming back was not a foregone conclusion at no. in fact all. when they planned this crossover they still didn't know if they were gonna have her right so like not at all a foregone <laughs> conclusion so no. i quite frankly think it's a freaking miracle that they got her back for the series finale so they weren't going to jack. They were giving Elicity fans a happy ending because they knew they weren't going to have the actress anymore, which is pretty much, well, I think, what Stephen told Mark and Beth. Was... Better give it to him now because I don't know if she's coming back. They also knew that there were going to be fans like me who were going to be done right. when she left. Right. And they wanted to give those people a happy ending, which is pretty cool. Right. When you think about it, because they could have very well said, fuck you, Marilyn, you're out. Right. You know, and <laughs> but they didn't. Right. They they gave me a happy ending. And I'm like, well, gee, thanks. You know? Listen, I can assure you, I can assure you that Mark knows how important Emily is to the story and to us so they're not gonna dick around with if she wasn't able to come back they weren't gonna dick around with that ending and now that she is coming back it's not gonna like we're unraveling all that no um let's see oh thank you one karam onera k-a-r-a-m sorry i think i just butchered your name uh Genuine question. I have. I can't believe I haven't talked about this yet. Genuine question. Which is better? A, I trust you with every cell of my body. And B, you're my lightning rod. Well, first of <laughs> all, it's clearly A. <laughs> so there's like two times where Spectre Oliver asks Barry, do you trust me? And Barry's response is, I trust you with every cell of my body. And I gotta be honest, it had some real heat on it. No, look. Jen, let's not give the Oliveri fans. I'm just telling you, that was more romantic yeah. than I've heard from Barry in yeah. any character. So now I'm making the argument that Barry is in love with Oliver. Ugh. <sighs> no. Let's not do that. Angel, Blue Dove Wings. I have no questions. You don't kill Oliver twice to keep him dead. I don't think he died True. the second time, though. They said there was no body. Arrow speak for the living. Yeah, we're in agreed. Felicity love Michelle underscore Tums. Since random babies are popping up, what are the odds we still might get Lucas? <laughs> very small, guys. Very small. Very, very small. They did the pregnancy story with Emily, and that's it. Um, Women who are 50 and over don't generally tend to have Oh, this babies. is a nice question. Okay. Christina Stahl. <laughs> with all the anger surrounding crisis, I thought we could do with some positivity. What, if anything, did crisis get right? We talked about it a little Baby bit. Baby Sarah. Baby Sarah. I liked the filtering through uh, Sarah. Um, I could have used a little bit more reaction from Kara's realization that Oliver basically sacrificed his life for her, but I thought they did a good job with Barry, which is where my primary concern was and where I wanted that reaction primary with Barry because that's he's the villain of the Arrowverse and wanted him to realize it. I'm trying to think what else did they think is good. Yeah. It was rough, guys. I'm not... <laughs> it was a rough two hours. I was really... Rough five I hours. was very underwhelmed. <laughs> I was very underwhelmed with, like, the process in which the universe is created. 
I, I think the real low point was me for the is the Paragon Care Bar, Care Bear stare. I'm trying to think of other yeah. characters that I was like, oh, this is a good little plot point. <laughs> Listen, it's it's just throw it in the garbage and move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's done. Let's go on. My favorite is Lindsay, Lindsay Neal. She's bless her. She says, "Aren't y'all tired?" <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and I was like, we're exhausted. It's like the Batan death march to the series finale. <laughs> we are so fucking tired. Like, I feel like I've been tearing this band-aid off one hair one at a micro time inch, since Emily my one micro inch. leaving. Like, oh my god. It's I mean, so but really, agonizing. when you think about it, we have been marching towards this story since 708. Last year? Yeah. The full year. One full you year. Know, we're so goddamn tired. It's over. It's over. It's done, guys. It's over. Listen, we survived over. Crisis on Infinite Earth over. and came out the other side. Was it a messy oh, clusterfuck? Oh, sure God. it was. We, was we were expecting we anything else? We out a little buddy, nope. bloody and battered. It's fine. And, and, and I would say if you're very angry about what happened in the crisis, all I'm telling you is Arrow's story is not done yet. Yeah. We still got a still little, got a little more. bit more time. And listen, if you're of the mind that, like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not watching the backdoor pilot. I'm not watching the finale. That's fine, too. I'm done, 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 done. And I'm like, well, you know what? Here's your cookie. Here's a cup of milk. Come sit next to me and just... Watch Spinning Out on Netflix. <laughs> exactly. Exactly what I was about to say. Listen, guys, if you need something to watch on Netflix, watch Spinning Out. I can't it's even stress this pretty trashy. Like, watch it. The, watch like, it. I wouldn't even call it trashy. But, I mean, the writing isn't, like, thing. spectacular. No, no. But here's one thing. They do a really good job with the mental They do. Story. That part of it is wonderful. They do like, a wonderful and job And there's some great, there's great representation the characters, they're all train wrecks, but god damn it, I love it has them. A, and the writing tone like... felt a little soap opera me. It got better. It got better as it progressed. And once they hit the mental illness stuff um, with the main character, well, then I thought it was You know it was what? Really I've been going through, back through, and watching it again because <laughs> that's how I roll. And I'm also watching it with my, my, my good friend, Shell. And because I was like, hey, let's watch Spinning yeah. Out. I can watch it all over again. And watching it back through, I'm like, oh, my God, all this stuff was sprinkled in in the beginning. And I just didn't even notice. Also, it. I fast forwarded like... through some of it because I was, it was I binged it in one night. Oh, Jen. and I just wanted to see <laughs> oh, Jen. Kat and Justin parts. So I probably have to go back and rewatch yeah, it all the way do. through. And I'll be like, go oh, watch I it. Know. Marcus deserves but you to watch Kat the storyline. OK, and if you are if you are <laughs> A virtue and Moyer fan. Yeah, go watch Scott it. Go watch and it. Tessa. Now, listen, if you've ever liked watching figure skating at any point in your life, go, go watch it. it. If you like soap operas, go if watch it. If you were in the trash if like can, pretty, if you like pretty boys looking pretty with their shirts off, go watch if, it. If you like, <laughs> if you like romance, watch it. If you like watching like messy family dysfunction, go watch it. Like. It's, it's good. It's all there. Well, it's and if you there. ever so wanted good. two Canadian figure skaters who won many Olympic what uh, to have hot to hot, have hot, sex, hot sex and go watch together, it, watch it. Like they literally, it's like it's it's Netflix. Okay, go watch it. Oh my it's God! So Did you die it's when so he good. when he said to her when she was like uh, at the very end when yes. he was like fuck? 
I was like, oh my yes. god, that's like the hottest thing ever. Yes. Oh, it's so go watch good. It. Go watch it. Go watch Spinning oh. Out. And if you've already watched Spinning Out, watch you seasons one and two. Season two. Oh yeah, I just better finished than two. season one, in my opinion. I love season Fucked two. It was up. So good. But it's amazing. It was so good. Watch you. Watch Spinning Out. You fuck Arrow. <laughs> fuck the crossover. You were just really funny this thing. year. Like me and it Nick was kept, so funny. Me and Nick were like, I we are dying. concerned. We are laughing this hard at a sociopath. Like, that's not <laughs> yes. good. I was like, I yes. know he's like killing people, and we're like laughing the hysterically. Where the episode where he was on mushrooms? <laughs> like, tell me you weren't dying. It was. Pretty I was funny. dying. I was like, I love that episode so much. Oh, his reactions oh, at the end though were God. hysterical. What the fuck? <laughs> Yes, that was just like mood, big mood. It was so great. Yeah. It was Seriously. so great. And, oh, also another show to watch, guys. Witcher, The Witcher. Go watch I The need, Witcher. I might need you. If I'm done with Lost, I might need you to like watch The Witcher with me because I don't I can watch get The Witcher it. with you, but I'm gonna need you to give you a timeline like tutorial because there's three different timelines, okay, and you don't know so it's three different timelines until like four episodes in, oh. and until four episodes in, you're like, what the fuck is going okay. on and then once you figure out that there's the different timelines an issue it's yeah it's it's a problem but listen the witcher <laughs> pays off yes i mean i the want bard, to see it because fantastic. henry cavill watch is it, like watch it watch it shirtless jennifer awesome ship material henry cavill is just like man candy from start to finish it's funny you know the thing he is says about him? Mm, and fuck all the time it's he knows classic. he's man watch he it. knows watch he's man candy <laughs> like even in his acting yeah. i'm sensing he's, that he knows so, he looks hot so it doesn't matter what character he's playing like he's superman he's a superman so who knows he's hot He's so goddamn. He's pretty. like so Witcher watch dude. Witcher. He's a Witcher watch dude you. who knows he's watch hot. Watch spinning out. Watch the Mandalorian if you haven't watched the Mandalorian. Oh, watch Cheer. Have you watched Cheer yet? I'm I'm gonna watch. Oh, Cheer next. I was it was, so I was good. between I was between Cheer and Spinning Out, and I chose Spinning Out, and so That's I'm like fair. stuck. But there now for watch a Cheer. But I'm gonna cheer watch is cheer. so good. So Cheer is a if, documentary. If like, it's yes. on a cheerleading squad in Texas. They're like the number one cheerleading collegiate cheerleading squad, but they're they're a community college. Yeah. And they have this amazing cheerleading program. And so they follow them. It's basically like the Clovers. Yeah, it's like bring it on. <laughs> yeah, and it's like on. from this rinky dinky <laughs> town where there's no money and like just cheerleading competitive cheerleading is very expensive. So a lot of these kids get scholarships and they don't school. have money, but they're these amazing tumblers and flyers and so then you watch them develop the routine and they're all headed. It's like bring it on when bring it on went to Daytona. Like that's a real thing. So they're preparing for Daytona. Like that's the big cheerleading uh, championship. And it is, first of all, the kids are all, they really hone in on some great kids with good personalities and interesting backstories, but the freaking stunts and like watching them learn how to build this pyramid is like, it's like watching okay. a trip. Oh, yeah, okay. it's like it's like a circus <laughs> show with no net. You're like, what the? It's mind blowing. You will come away okay. with a lot of respect for cheerleading. Um, from oh, from let's the end reality on a side of note. things. Let's end on a positive note. Red pen six. Wait. Eight. Oh, you have more. Okay. I was gonna say another show. Oh yes. <laughs> um, on the reality side of things, if you have Disney Plus, watch Encore. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. 
It's it's really cool. It's like high school reunion plus theater plus reality show all put into one. Each week they go to like a different a different school with a different graduating class who like 20 years ago they put on Annie or something okay. and then they like take those people and they're like okay 20 years later you're gonna do the same play again and you're gonna have a professional director and choreographer and, and vocal coach come in and help you in one week put the show on so all these people are seeing each other for the first time since high school and they're putting on this play that they haven't put on in years and it's 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 good guys it's okay, really good me. like the number of times people are like yeah we used to date but then we both oh i'm in and i love that shit i love that shit it's it happens like almost can every I tell episode you something and just, like, can i tell you something time. that my daughter did <laughs> so i have a group of high school friends that i still talk to and hang out with and stuff but we don't hang out all the time and I had this group of guy friends in high school that I dated a lot of them. Okay. But like, I'm still friends with them and their wives. So we're sitting down at dinner <laughs> and my, and my daughter's like, Oh mom, didn't you and Chad used to date? I'm like, what oh, no. are you freaking doing to me? <laughs> I was like, we were 14. But then she was like, but yeah, like Chad and Libby have been together since they were like 15. I'm like, we need to stop talking about this. <laughs> so embarrassing. It's like, this is why I don't tell you things. Uh, Red Pen 6 said, David Ramsey deserves an award for his performance in the bunker when Sarah came in looking for Oliver. I saw Dig crying and I was done. The rest of the episode, I cried like a baby. There we go. There's a positive. David Ramsey did an excellent job with what limited screen time they gave him. It wasn't much. It wasn't much. So if you're angry, it's cool to be angry. If you're looking for hope, we got you. We're not worried. It's fine. What's happening is kind of what we were expecting to happen. And hopefully they bring it home. They stick the landing in the series finale. But if they don't, you know, we'll do what we always do and make fun of them. <laughs> Good times. I think that's all the questions. Anything else, Miss Close to Wolf? I don't think so. Yeah. So go watch Spinning Out. Go watch Cheer. Yes, Take please. a break. Go watch the good shows. Read some you fanfic. Know, and, and it's really hard to reel ourselves back because for so many of us, for so many years, Arrow was like the center, the be all, the end all. And that was what we absorbed ourselves with. Mm. And it's kind of hard to step off of that moving train. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and... <laughs> why didn't I get my reviews written, written over the holiday break is because I was either busy with family and doing holiday stuff or I was watching other television shows. You were you were stepping off. The I was stepping train. off the moving listen, train. I took a break, and that, that's what I did after seven twenty two. Mm -hmm. Is I stepped off the moving train. And listen, it's 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 not easy. It's hard. It's scary. If that's like kind of where your focus has been for so long, but listen, guys, I'm here to tell stuff. you that you're gonna like other shows. Once you do it, you're gonna feel so. I think much there's better. always this feeling. And it doesn't mean you don't love Arrow right. anymore or love Elicity. You still do. But it doesn't hurt you. <laughs> I think there's I think there's a level of fear when a television show ends that this will be the yeah. last television show that you will love this deeply. I mean, I think this is the last time I'm gonna get into it to this degree. Yeah, and I can understand that. I think I think But I'm okay yeah, with that. I think, Yeah, I think you know, particularly if people are worried how the fandom's gonna change, you know, it gets quiet. It's going to change. It's get, it gets it's quiet. Change. It's not going to be the raucous. I mean, think about, I'm trying to think of, like, you know, Hook and Emma 
Captain Swan. Yeah. Do we hear from them anymore? I don't see them on my TL. Well, the the my biggest example of that is the Doctor Who fandom that I was a part mm-hmm. of. I came in after the end. Mm-hmm. And I was a part of it after yeah. that particular ship was done. And it's still going on now. Yeah. And it's going it, it to continue going gonna be, on for it's years. It's going to be like, dead. It's just going to be smaller. It's 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 just going to change. And how it changes really depends That's on us true. and the, the people that come yeah. in. And there's going to be people that leave. And it's going to be fine. Yeah, but we're not going anywhere. We're still doing watch yeah. over. I'm going to still be doing. I still love Elizabeth. Yeah, They're always going to be my Listen, biggest ship. I think people don't understand how much you and I talk about Arrow. When it's not I'm in relation to the current season that's airing (laughs) yeah well and here's here's something i've noticed like i noticed this over summer hiatus and i noticed it over winter hiatus just now now i i was done with arrow in 722 yes but nobody there's a lot of other people that weren't and so whenever people were talking about what was current with the show what was going to happen in season eight or what's happening in crisis or whatever like i lost interest and i'd kind of like wander away and go do something else Mm -hmm. But, like, when people would, like, during hiatus, they'd get bored and there was no new content. And they'd start, like, talking about other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, just Elicity and how much we love Elicity. And what about this episode? And what about this scene? Like, that's when I would come back in and be like, hey, this is what I, I want. And that's what it's going to be like after this show is done. Is you're not going to be talking about new content. But guess what? You're also not going to be freaking out about right. spoilers. It's going to be less not stressful. Gonna be you're not going to be upset about the latest interview. Right. You're not going to be upset because Steve did something with somebody on his vacation. Like nobody's going to, you're not going to give a shit about that. You're going to be talking mm-hmm. about Elicity in season three and how awesome that was. Like this is, mm-hmm. and that's the good stuff. Yeah. I completely agree with all of that. And I think, so, you know, we're going to be okay. It's, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I guess I'm just really not worried about the ending so mm-hmm. much. In terms of, I feel fairly confident it's going to be some kind of a happy ending. This is true. So I think just well, take a deep also, breath. And even if there's like some sort of wah wah of an ending, think about all the good stuff that we've gotten over the years. We got yeah. a lot of really good stuff, and we all we still have that. We still got it. I mean, Elicity had an amazing. They can't take it away from together. Us. Yes. Was it perfect? We got no. all of that. But it was pretty damn near it in my in my estimation. It was more near it than I ever expected to get from a TV well, show. Well, certainly you got a lot more near it than most of my other TV shows I've ever done. So I'm still happy about that. Like, that's yeah. still a good thing. We still and have we still that. have all we of still that. Have, we still have 320 and 520 and 301 and all this other stuff. Yeah, I mean, and you just... Yeah, we got, still have all yeah. that. That is still ours. I haven't even written we my still... reviews on that stuff yet. So I got plenty yeah. of stuff. There's still fics to be written, folks. Lots and lots of fanfics. And yes, fanfics. Well, what I have discovered is my relationship with fanfics, it's very dependent on the current situation of the relationship. If like Oliver and Felicity, were when they're broken up, I need fanfic more. You know what I mean? Now yeah. that they're, you know, if, if it ends unhappily with those two, I'll be like super into fanfic probably. But if it ends happily, then I'm like, oh, I'm pretty good. And I don't read as Here's much the of thing. it. I read, I read fanfic for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm actually less of a, of a canon or canon divergence fanfic or like a, I'm more, less of a you canon like, like what's happening now. I like, I like if I'm going to do something off a of canon, I like stuff that's like set around the end of season one mm. or during season two. Like builds on it. I like. 
I like I like little divergences from early on in their story. I think that's fine. I don't enjoy like established relationship elicity canon divergence fanfics as much, but there have been so many that like totally make me take that back because they've been so good. But for generally speaking, I like that. But I always like AUs. Take Elicity and put them on a pirate ship. Yes. Fuck yeah. I'll watch. Yeah. I'll read the shit out That's of that. That's fun. Like, I, Those are fun. I will That's always stuff you're never going to get on a show. No. Right. Never going to get it. And I love it. I love to read it. I love to write it. I love. Ugh. Yeah. So there will always be fanfic as long as we got well, people Well, and you know, fanfic, I think so the fun part was when a show ends and you're super invested in it. You can rewatch it and, you know, you know what good and bad is coming. Right. And you can skip over that and you can re-examine and see little things. Like, I'm watching when Lost. When the show is ended, the, the canon is established. Right. It's firm and set in some It ain't changing. And, and it, they're never going to change something on you. So you can go and fuck with it in your fanfic as much as you want. Right. Well, and... Like, I'm watching Lost right now with Cal, and Cal has rewatched Lost 800 times, and she still sees new yes. stuff in it all the time. All the time. All the time. I'm like, whoa, that's so cool. And the yeah. friendships you've made in fandom, well, if you've expanded last, beyond yeah. just the show, that's not changing. But even if you just have the show, we guys can continue sharing that. You can rewatch together. You can talk about your favorite scenes. You can, you know, show, you know, share vids. And I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. So. I actually think probably when the show ends, fandom experience is probably more, it's it's on a smaller scale, but it's potentially more positive. It is going to be a lot more positive. There's going to be a lot less fighting because everything is done. Nobody is going to find out like, are we winning? Are they going to win? Are we, is this person going to be right? Is that person going to be right? It's done. Yeah. We're not having those fights right. anymore. Well, and just like, even <laughs> now, over. I mean, I would say like, like from the blog standpoint, I think a lot of people stopped watching Arrow after yeah. season five. I think that's where they yeah, lost. I think that's absolutely the majority true. of the Elysti fandom. Um, but from my experience, it was like, okay, well now I can engage with people more on my blog. I can answer questions. You know what I mean? Smaller isn't always a bad thing. No, small. Listen, I love my favorite incarnation of the elicity fandom is the fandom that was there at the end of season two and through that summer going into season three like that was my favorite experience yeah with i literally just started the blog and it that was sdcc was so fun and it was fairly fucking small yeah back then. it was it but was. we all were we were all kind to each other mm -hmm. We were all encouraging to one another. We were all excited about our ship together. And life was simple. And I'm hoping that we see a, a, a little bit of a return to that. Well, yeah, we were we were enjoying done. the direction Oliver and Felicity were going in. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, I mean, but, you know, even I remember that season. There was just tons and tons of worry. Just tons. Well, during season three, yeah. that's why I the said. Pre, like, that yeah, summer, the pre, everyone was during, really excited. But yeah. again, I remember us talking about the date and how it wasn't going to end happy. Oh, yeah, we knew. I mean, we knew Most going of in us knew that it was going to get gonna just based end. on what Mark and Steven were saying in interviews. We were yeah. like, okay, well, I knew they're not and ending everybody up. I was talking to right. knew it was going to you know, end. Better. I think that's something you need to remember. When things feel at their worst with Arrow, 
the the chances of it getting fixed and ending on a good note is extremely high. It's the pendulum swing. So you're supposed to be feeling down and sad and mad and upset that Oliver Queen is dead. If this was all happening in the series finale, I'd be like, yeah, we got a problem, guys. It, it ain't going to be good. I'm trying to think of, like, I feel like another show just went through. You know what? Poldark. Poldark just ended, and I just kind of was like, I just took a quick peek at it, and I was like, they were doing stuff in it that they were throwing new storylines in the series finale, and it ended kind of like on a not great note. And I was like, man, that sucks for them, because I think some people were upset about that. So to me, I think they've done all that before we've gotten to the series finale. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it's not a <laughs> guarantee. Knows? But I'm just, all I'm saying to you guys is Who just knows? take a deep breath. We still have two more hours of story that we have to get through. Yeah. We've got the backdoor pilot and we've got the series finale. So we'll see what's happening. Double check questions one more time. Um. Since Oliver was trying to tell folks that he was something else, it makes sense that the something else survives and the Oliver part of him is actually dead. Oh, this okay. Deborah Irvin, since Oliver was trying to tell folks that he was Oliver and something else, it makes sense that the something else survives and that the Oliver part of him is actually dead. Your thoughts? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's like a no. separate <laughs> thing. I, I, no, no. It's, he's just, he's just all Oliver. I think wherever Oliver is, he's not Spectre anymore. No. He's just he's Oliver. Free. And he's free. He's free. And he's, yeah. he, as Spectre, which is what. He's done his time. Which is what Kara's <laughs> saying. Kara was like, well, he was basically God and he created the multiverse again. So why didn't he, like, put in an escape hatch for himself? He did. he did. Um, yes. Okay. We talked about everything else. Okay. Alrighty, guys. All right, we'll be back next week with we? the exciting <laughs> episode review of Green Arrow and the Canadian. Oh my god, I didn't even tell you what I saw. I knew I was forgetting something. Cat McNamara, because you know how you're always complaining about how the title's too long for that show? Oh god, I hate so that. Somebody, oh, I saw that. I saw that. So someone tweeted that the title is too freaking long and it should have been Black Star. And she liked, and she liked the it. tweet. God bless Listen. Her. Kat McNamara has some A-plus shade game on Twitter. If you aren't following her and you aren't looking at your likes, her likes, you are missing out. She is delightful. She's fun. <laughs> she's not shy about sharing what she thinks about Here's the thing. Things. She's delightful, but I've, I've seen a lot of people kind of like try to compare her, her activity on social media to Emily's lack of activity I mean, as, as, as being like, isn't this so much better and it's like I don't need that from. I actually disagree. I kind of like Emily's lack of activity because too much activity kind of they're two totally me different people. Again, it doesn't even that doesn't even enter my brain. Oh, she does that's, this more that's, than Emily does. That's my introversion speaking. In, intro, yeah, introversion speaking. Listen, I I groove to the quietness more than I do the constant. Well, Engagement. here's the thing. I have followed Kat McNamara from the <laughs> Shadowhunters fandom, and she she is very social media active. Yeah. Um, 
at least engages, on social media, yeah, she's she engages with fans a lot. Then, she's liking tweets. She's retweeting. She's doing videos. So that's just her. Are, that's, how, that's that's just how she. If you she, are an extroverted sort of person, you are absolutely gonna dig how Cat does social media over. But everyone. you know, here's and my vice thing. Versa. I enjoy seeing the interaction with her, especially when she does stuff like that, because I think it's funny. But I don't need for Kat to be like, oh, I like Mia and and Connor in order for me to like it. Oh, that's Like, I was thinking about true, this yes. from a Star Wars perspective, because everyone was, like, talking about, you know, which actors like Raylo and which ones don't. I was like, who cares? Like what you like. Why do you, why do you, why is the actor liking it or not liking it an argument for or against it? They're just people. They get to have opinions, but why does it matter for you? It shouldn't really impact you. So that's kind of the way I look at social media. It's like, you know, Kat, Kat's doing Kat's thing and Emily does her thing. And they're two totally different people with two probably very different personalities. And it's not a, re a poor reflection on Emily that she doesn't do social media as much. And it's not a poor reflection on Kat that she does social media a lot. It's just different. And I will say this, too. Kat's trying to get a show off the ground here, guys. It does require some promotion. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure Stephen Amell was very active on Facebook and Twitter when Arrow was, you know, he was. getting off the ground. <laughs> he was very active. Yes, I recall him that's... very active in season three, season four. He's really and only so tapered off Emily. the last couple of years. And Emily was, was active, too, mm -hmm. in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, they and... they were doing interviews. I think that's the thing. Once they hit the saturation point where, where they're going to – the audience is the audience. It's yeah. not necessary for the that. actors to continually promote it because it's not really going to make a difference one way or the other, I don't think, in terms of viewing numbers. And the CW doesn't even care anyway, so. <laughs> but, yeah, she's trying to get a show off the ground. So I think she's, she's she was already pretty active. I think she's amped up. Her activity. What I want to know is where does she find the time for the photo shoots? Because she always has these gorgeous pictures taken of her. And I just have a lot of questions. She must be having pictures taken all the I time. I know. I'm like, is she friends with photographers? Like, is, is she like flying to Boca Raton on the weekends? And like, I have questions for her about it. Because they're gorgeous. They're professional shoots. I don't know. Maybe she's like best friends with a photographer. It could happen. I feel like the Shadowhunters fandom would know the answer to this question. So if you're a Shadowhunters fandom fan and you know the answer to this question, tweet me on Watchover. I have questions. All right, you guys. We're in an hour 45. We've got to cut this off before it dies. Yep. yep. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. All right, guys. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye. Bye.